Hello and welcome to Social Media Ministries. My name is Spencer Kaufman. Thank you for being here today. This is number two in a two-part sermon series about your hair. Yes, it's about your hair. So if you are returning with us, uh, that is excellent. Hopefully you saw last week's message. If not, check it out in a card here or navigate to our YouTube channel to find the playlist about your hair. Uh, last week we spoke about the men and how men are to have short hair. This week we are going to talk about the women and how women are to have long hair. Now, why is, does this matter? Well, let's start out, in case you weren't here last week, this isn't a salvation issue. So whether you have short hair or long hair or no hair, that's okay. You're not going to be shunned or disgraced or kicked out of heaven because of that. The only way to heaven is by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and believing that he died on the cross to pay for your sins and that you need him to get through life and to get into heaven. If you believe that, you're good. You're in heaven. If you don't believe that, then nothing, nothing you do will get you to heaven. So whether or not you have short hair, long hair, or no hair is not a salvation issue. However, it is something that's in the Bible. It's something that is talked about in both the Old and the New Testament. So it is something worth talking about. Now, of course, uh, this is the, the part of the message. Men, last week, if you were here, uh, men and women, when you were watching, listening, uh, men, you know, with what I say, they really probably don't get offended. If you're a long-haired man and I'm telling you, hey, men have short hair, you're probably like, well, I'm not going to cut my hair. I'll have long hair. So what? And that's the way men are. We don't really take a lot of things personally. We're less sensitive. We're less emotional. And that's the way God made us. Why? Because traditionally, men go off to war. Women raised and nurtured the children. Traditionally. And that's how we were created. Women, you're more emotional. Accept it. You are. Your feelings get hurt easier. You cry easier than men. That's what happens. So ladies... I'm going to try to be light, but it's still, um, some things might come out that are going to maybe rub you the wrong way. If your feelings get hurt, I apologize ahead of time. Please, though, consider this strictly from a biblical perspective. And if something is, is uh, rubbing against you or you're uh, getting aggravated or irritated with something that's coming here that I'm saying, consider whether or not it's the Holy Spirit speaking to you or whether it's something uh, that is just not correct. And so uh, whatever it is, whatever's going on, I really encourage you to get involved in the discussion in the comments below. Remember, read the comments and be polite and respectful to others as well because uh, the tongue is a fire set by hell. We've talked about it before. You can check out the video. You need to be very mindful of your tongue. And the words you speak can cause a lot of damage. Like I said, women are a little more sensitive. I'm a guy, obviously. So you never know if the words you say in the comments are read by another woman and they could take it personally. Or even a man could take it personally and, and be really hurt by what you say. So... Please be conscious of that as I will be conscious today to the best of my ability. So, let's get started. The notion that women are to have long hair is straight out of the Bible. Traditionally, women have had long hair. Girls 
grow out their hair. Men have short hair. That's the way it was. Why? It is biblical. Could this be why lesbians have had shorter hair? As homosexuality is a sin. Don't believe me that it is? It is. It's a sin. We are going to look in the Bible to prove it. Now, even though I say it is a sin, there are a lot of things that are sins. For example, lying, stealing, all of those are sins. We are all sinners. So whatever sin you may be engaging in, you're no better or no worse than the rest of us. So if you're out there listening and you are a homosexual and you're getting upset or offended, just know that your sin is the same as my sin. All sins are equal. For the wages of sin is death. That's it. God doesn't say the wages of, of this type of sin is death and the wages of this type of sin is a loss of privilege. No, it's death. So no matter what it is, in the eyes of God, it's equal. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 18, verse 22. Please stick with me. We are going somewhere and it is very important that you follow through even if you start to become offended. Leviticus 18, 22 says, Do not lie with a man as one lies with a woman. That is detestable. I encourage you to read the verses before and after. Leviticus 20, 13. If a man lies with a man as one does with a woman, both of them have done what is detestable. They must be put to death. Their blood will be on their own heads. Now, of course, this goes both ways. Basically, it's saying... If you lie with someone of the same sex as yourself, it is detestable. Now, you could say, well, this is in the Old Testament. And when Jesus came, there was a new covenant, and this could have changed. No. When Jesus came, he didn't change things. He raised the bar. So he's saying here that if you do the act, it is detestable. Jesus came and said, if you think about doing the act... That is a sin also. He raised the bar. He made it more difficult. If you murder, that is detestable. It is wrong. Jesus said if you even think about murdering, that is wrong. He says your thoughts have to be pure as well as your actions. Let's go to the New Testament. Uh, first, though, I want to tell you a couple stories of some proof that it is detestable and that it is in the Bible, that it in fact did happen. Genesis chapter 19 verses 1 to 11. There is a man in the town of Saddam and Gomorrah, the township of Saddam and Gomorrah. As you know, if you're familiar with the Bible, God wiped out those cities because they were wicked. He wiped them out and Abraham was pleading with God, what if there are this many righteous people, 50, 100, 10, all the way down, what if there's one? God says, I won't destroy the city. There wasn't anyone righteous. So God sends a couple of his angels in there. The great uh, angels with swords, they're going to go through and wipe out the city. God's going to rain down fire and brimstone, earthquakes, wipe them all out because they're wicked. All right, these angels go there because Lot and his family were the only ones in that town that God wanted to spare. So these angels go there and they're going to talk to Lot and the wicked men of that town are, are pressuring them. Lot takes them in and 
they're banging on the door saying, get those men out here so that we can have sex with them. They're going to engage in what is detestable. Lot says, no, don't do such a wicked thing. Take my virgin daughters and do what you want with them. Well, that was Lot's fault. That was bad. And the angels, they said, get back in here. They pulled him inside and shut the door. They wouldn't let him do that wicked thing either. Even though that would have been an acceptable relation, but obviously it was a wicked thing. It would have been forced. It would have been rape. It would have not been good. It was evil. And so the angels said, no, we're not engaging in any type of evil. We're going to stop it right now. We're going to get you guys out of the city. Then we're going to come back and kill all these people. Read the story for yourself. It's very interesting. Another section of the Bible, Judges. This is very sad. Uh, there was a traveler and his concubine. And they entered a town and they were going to stay in the square. And this guy says, no, you guys, you can't stay in the square. So he takes them to their house. This is Judges chapter 19, verses 16 to 24. You could read the whole book of Judges. It is excellent. Uh, if it was made into a movie, it's definitely not one you would let your children watch. This is a forewarning. This particular section of Judges, this traveler and his concubine, and uh, I think there might have been another guy with them, but you read the story. The point is they went into this guy's house. The wicked men of the town said, send that guy out here. We want to lie with him. He said, no, don't do this wicked thing. Take my daughter and this man's concubine and do with them as you please. And they took the concubine and kept her all night long. In the morning, she was found dead at the guy's door. Very, very sad what they did to her. So he was obviously grieved. He cuts her up into pieces and sends her to all the tribes of Israel and say, what is going to be done about this? Then the story continues with justice. So in the past, could it have been that women who engaged in homosexuality, they were made to cut their hair out of shame and disgrace? They were known as sinners, and this was a public declaration of that. Just like wearing sackcloth or like lepers were made to tear their clothes and walk around crying out, unclean, unclean, and they had to be outcasts outside the camp. So they had shorter hair than everyone else so that people would know they were not biblical women. Where am I going with this? Let's check out another verse. Romans 1, 26 and 27. Because of this, God gave them, gave them over to shameful lusts. Even their woman, women exchanged natural relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed indecent acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their perversion. Homosexuality is not of the Bible. It's in the Bible, but it's wrong. It is a sin, like stealing, like lying, like cheating. 1 Corinthians 11.6 For if a woman does not cover her head, she might as well have her hair cut off. But if it is a disgrace for a woman to have her hair shaved, then she should cover her head. What does this mean? Well, if a woman was a homosexual, 
She had her hair cut off. It was a disgrace. So if a woman does not cover her head, she might as well have her hair cut off because if she's not covering it, there's no hair to cover it anyway. But if it's a disgrace to have it cut off, then she should cover her head. Women were created in the image of man, and from men they were created. We can go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 22 for that. Then the Lord made woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. God made woman from the man, and that is why Adam named her woman, for out of man she was created. Women are therefore the glory of man, as men are the glory of God. Remember, if you were here last week, men are the glory of God because they were created in the image of God. 1 Corinthians 11, 7 to 9. But woman is the glory of man. For man did not come from woman, but woman from man. Neither was man created for woman, but woman for man. 1 Corinthians chapter 11 is an excellent chapter for you to dive into and read and check out and talk about with others because it is a very, very interesting set of verses. We're going to break down this, this section here. A man ought not to cover his head since he is the image and glory of God. We talked about that last week. But the woman is the glory of man. For man did not come from woman, but woman from man. Remember, woman was created out of man. For this reason, woman ought to have a sign of authority on her head. Now, we can get into that another time. And if you continue reading, you'll get into more um, explanations of this, that they are not independent of each other. One is not better than another. It's just how the sequence was. Remember the other verse that we said the head of every man is Christ and the head of every woman is man and the head of Christ is God. So it's woman, man, Christ, God. If a man covers his head while in the presence of God or praying, it's a disgrace to his head. What's his head? Christ. Therefore, if a woman does not cover, then she is a disgrace or to her head. It is a disgrace to her head, which is what? Man. Ultimately then, Christ. There's another section of the Bible that says how men is the head of the household, wives are to submit to their husbands, and husbands are to love their wives. Now that doesn't mean some type of a dominant submissive relationship where there's abuse. No, it means that women submit to their husbands out of love and respect. Why? Because they know that their man would die for them. That is very serious. That is utter trust. If you know beyond a, a reason of a doubt, ladies, that he would do anything for you, that he would die for you, to keep you safe, to keep you well, are you going to trust him? Are you going to listen to him? Are you going to know that he is going to always do what's best for you? And he would never do anything to hurt you. If you know that in your heart, it's very easy to submit and to go along with what he says. Same, same thing for guys. We are to submit to God. And if we know he loves us so much, 
He would never let anything bad happen. He would never lead us in the wrong way. It's very, very easy to submit to that. Women are to have long hair as a covering for their heads. Continuing on, 1 Corinthians 11.15, But if a woman has long hair, it is her glory. For long hair is given to her as a covering. She's given long hair as a covering. It is her glory. And every woman who prays or prophesies with her head uncovered dishonors her head. It is just as though her head were shaved. Therefore, women, cover your heads. How are you to cover your heads? This is why traditionally, in the olden days, so to speak, women wore hats to church. Men, no hats. Why? Because if a man covered his head during prayer, it was a disgrace. They were misrepresenting, being disrespectful to their head, which was Christ. Women wore hats because if they had their head uncovered, it was a disgrace. They were being disrespectful to their head, which was man. Now, you know here that long hair is given to you as a covering. Therefore, you don't always need to wear a hat. Women just have long hair and that is your covering. It is your glory. For you were created out of the image of man. And you are the glory of man. Don't believe me? 11, 7, second half. But woman is the glory of man. For man did not come from woman, but woman from man. Women. Take pride in your long hair. It's given to you as a covering. If you have short hair, of course, remember, this isn't a salvation issue. Women, you can have short hair. This goes specifically shaved heads. So women, if you're shaving your head, that is what the Bible is saying here. Men, if you have long hair, same thing as women shaving their head. Now, of course, if you want to shave your head and if you want to have long hair... That's fine. It's not a salvation issue. The main point is that if women, if you are shaving your head, when you go to pray, you should be covering your head with a hat. Men, if you're wearing a hat or if you have long hair, long hair, you can't really cut it off before you go pray. But if you're wearing a hat, you should be removing that hat when you go and pray. I really do encourage you to read those sections of verses. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and engage in some discussion. Talk about it with some others. Really dive into the meaning. Ask the Holy Spirit for interpretation. Again, this isn't a salvation issue. And yes, some people may be offended. You might say, couldn't you have preached that whole sermon without bringing up homosexuality? Yes, I could have, but I'm not dancing around or skirting around issues. We're hitting points here. We're getting into the meat of the Bible, and if you have a problem with that, then that's unfortunate. But I hope that the Holy Spirit will speak to you through that. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for this message today. Thank you so much for the scriptures that you give us and 
the ability to connect the dots through everything. Thank you that you sent your son to die for us so that the only issue of salvation is whether or not we believe in Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. I ask that the people out there, if they don't, that they would do that, that they would be curious, that they would comment below or that they would reach out to us on social media or that they would uh, connect with someone that they know and ask them about how to get into heaven. And Lord, I ask that, uh, that they would remember and realize that they do this out of reverence for you, out of a sign of respect for you, that men, we wear our hair a certain way and we take our hats off out of respect for you, our head, and that women, you do it out of respect for your head, which is man, and then Christ as well. Of course, Christ comes first and man second. So ultimately, the head of all of us is you, Jesus. Please help us remember that. And I ask that those out there, that, that they would have the correct interpretation of this, that they're not going to get some evil idea uh, corrupted by a false teaching or spoken to by the devil or demons, that I, I cast all of that out right now in Jesus' name, that they would know that, yes, there is an order, but it is not to be abused, that men are to love their wives and wives are to submit to their husbands and that it's supposed to be a cherishing relationship of love and respect, not abuse or control. Lord, I cast that out in your name. That if there's anyone out there going through that, that they would work through it and get through it and that it would change, that you would change them into a loving relationship with each other. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for being here this week. Thanks for sticking it out. I know that this series could have been a little bit much for some of you. I really hope that you do read these verses and engage in some of the discussion. Remember, please be polite and respectful to everyone. God bless.